Now, Talk Zone presents Two Guys on a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys on a Mic on TalkZone.com. Yeah, we do welcome you to the TalkZone.com, Two Guys and a Mic. It's a Friday edition of the uh, Two Guys and a Mic show. We appreciate you joining us. Beautiful Friday here in the fine city of Chicago. The sun continues to shine. The snow melting slightly. Mark Carmen, my guest today. Carmine, have you uh, had the urge? Have you had the urge to bring out the old Wilson 2000? Bear down, Chicago Bears. The Ron Santo Circa 2000 uh, third baseman's glove. Get out there and throw the ball a little bit with a neighbor, an enemy, a friend, or God forbid, uh, your mom. Coach, I'm a uh, baseball 365, 24-7, 24-hour uh, so you, you asking me whether I've thrown the ball around? Of course I've thrown the ball yeah. around. Uh, but I do have a major uh, discrepancy to report, Coach, on Uh-oh. this Friday morning. You are allowed, by the way, during the course of the show, three major discrepancies. So right off the bat, Randy Myers, keep track. He's using one early on. Obviously a rookie mistake. Well, I believe somebody got into my <laughs> trunk of the vehicle Uh-oh. and has stolen my mitt. They have taken my baseball mitt, and, I, and I, it is possible that I misplaced it, but I'm fairly <laughs> certain that an old friend of mine whose mitt that he left with me and I chose to keep his mind because, in my mind, he doesn't play enough softball, baseball. Therefore, you don't need your mitt. I kind of, therefore, need it myself in case I run into a guy like yourself who doesn't have a mitt. I thought I should be able to keep his mitt. It's hard to explain to non-female softball-playing females to guys that uh, just are not sports-oriented, but there absolutely, absolutely is a connection between a man and his baseball mitt, or a kid there is. and his baseball mitt. I don't know how to explain it, but there clearly is. Right, so I I took this guy's mitt, which he used in fifth grade, still has his home phone number <laughs> on it. Uh, you know, he doesn't deserve that mitt anymore. It's a small mitt. It's perfect for the infield, little uh-huh. baseball mitt, so I figured, you know, I'll keep it. It's worked in in a bad manner because he was a terrible athlete. Mm-hmm. So he keeps he calls me last summer looking for his mitt. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't have it. Complete lie. Had the mitt, but I just didn't want to give it to him. Borrow a mitt for your one day that you're going to use it. I need two mitts. Need a backup mitt. So I think what he did, because we live in the same neighborhood, is he went into my car, which occasionally I will forget to lock, uh-huh. opened up the trunk, wow. took the good mitt, my mitt, and left his terrible mitt. Wow. So now I, when I want a th- mitt mystery here leading off the show on two guys that a mic interesting mitt, mitt mystery eight 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 four six three six seven four eight 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 go for talk zone go ahead interesting the normal thing this guy would do is find out that you had his mitt and steal his mitt back but this mystery man of mythology went one step further I like this guy already he actually he figured you were double crossing him. So he would go for the tri-cross instead of getting his mitt back. Right. He leaves his mitt and steals your good mitt. Well, if he was going to do that, he should have just taken both mitts and really left me out in the cold. <laughs> just double it up. He had an ounce of sympathy. He did have an ounce of sympathy. Yeah. Very rare for that fine y- young man. I have man. a uh, slight mitt slash financial crisis here. And, uh, your favorite mitt stories, you and your mitt, 888 <laughs> 6748, the phone number. Don't email us yet because I got in late and I haven't been able to punch up our uh, email. But eventually we'll have it up there. Mike2Guys at AOL.com, M-I-C, and the number two. But um, 
eighth grade year, uh, Mark Carmen, I'd yes. say an 80% chance that this will be the final season of a young David Cohn. Very solid left-handed pitcher, by the way, but not particularly interested playing high school baseball. The mitt is showing age. It's a little small. It's the, the final um, season for David Cohn, or it's the final season for the mitt, or it's the final season so for both. you're saying let him suffer through this year. It might affect his ability. Oh, you, okay. All right. I Do see. you purchase a mitt these days? Not cheap. I mean, that's a couple days' worth of Randy Myers, our producer's uh, pay scale. Admit you're paying, what, 70, 80 bucks? Probably minimum. Coach, first of all, uh, I think. For one that, year. Yeah, I, I understand this is a one year investment, but I think that a young David Cohn at some point in his career is going to realize that baseball is a great sport. He may come back to it, and I think a new mitt is okay. something that you as a proud parent right. should be willing to invest in. A new. I mean, if he doesn't want one, is he leaning on you for the new mitt? Not yet. He has not, but not you're, yet. so from a distance, you're looking at this <laughs> mitt and saying that, you know what, my young David deserves a better mitt, but I'm not sure if he really wants it. I don't understand his commitment. And as a father, I like to watch the bottom line for the Cone family. So you're not really 100% certain that this is the move to make. I see your dilemma here, coach. Very tough dilemma. <laughs> you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to work this one out. What does Mrs. Cone think? Have you brought it up? Mrs. Cone is well, not. Well, <laughs> I Mrs. Cohn, ima- not aware of the potential conflict yet. N- not aware of the conflict. Not aware. So laying in bed at night, you yes. and Mrs. Cohn sharing a little yes. late night David Letterman. Did you watch Brett Favre? I believe he was on Jay Leno. I did not. Did you hear about it, Coach? Are you no, up to but date? I, I did hear Jay Leno got a little inappropriate with Lindsey Vaughn. I, I, I heard right, you, he stepped across the borders of good taste, but go ahead. What happened? You with are the, aware that today is NFL free agency, right? And we got Julius yes. Peppers coming here potentially. And we've got a, a Chester Taylor, outstanding backup yeah. running back. Brand new tight end here in the Chicago. Brendan Yomamahama. Brand new Fanananana. Who? Brandon Manu Malionu. I thought it was Very Brandon exci- Yomama Mama Mama. Brad Biggs hanging out at O'Hare Airport last night as Brandon got off the plane. He was sitting there with a security card and drove him to the to the <laughs> Chicago Bears offices. Got his luggage for him. Breaking news. Do you understand what new media is nowadays, Coach? Like I wake up this morning and I'm I'm feeling a little behind on the NFL free agency. I'm listening to all the sports talk radio stations in town. I'm checking the Twitter. I'm checking the the uh, the Facebook. I'm doing whatever I can to get up to date for this fine show. But I pick up the paper. Your Chicago Sun-Times, your Chicago Tribune walking out the door, and I'm thinking, this is the most obsolete object on the planet. What good is this going to do me? This is yesterday's news. There's, it's like it's nothing. You might as well use it on the backside. The paper is completely gone. It's so old. The, pa- the story in the Sun-Times today about football, it, this is yesterday, and it's like seven years ago. Bears to get some visitors. That's just, I mean, Brad Biggs was hanging out in O'Hare, greeting the guy, getting him a Starbucks at three in the morning. I reluctantly, reluctantly, and don't forget, you are of a different generation than me. Your generation, what are you? Generation X? Generation Y? Generation no chance. Go Mid, ahead. Mid thirties, uh, you know, you guys are just kind of between the technology and just beginning to accept it. My generation, it's tough. And you're right. I reluctantly completely agree with you that what we used to depend on for our information is uh, sadly, sadly outdated. Well, when I was growing up, Channel 2, Channel 5, Channel 7, a Tim Weigel, a Johnny Morris, a a Mark Greco, a Chet Coppock, you were dying for the sports at 10 o'clock. It was the greatest thing ever. Now those guys are, are dead. It's so old by the time it gets there. It's just a different world. It's amazing mm-hmm. how much, you know, you got ESPN on 24 hours a day. Hannah Storm, by the way, if I may, coach, as I, the ADD kicks in and I can go in any direction anytime. 
Your mornings with Hannah Storm, do you ever just check her out at an ESPN? I don't. My mornings do not include your, her let mornings me, with your morning. Let me tell you something, Coach. I'm a single man, 36 years old, okay. and uh, I do like adult entertainment every now and then. But you don't need to go adult entertainment when Hannah Storm is there. <laughs> and I mean that in the best possible way. She is just a beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. She dresses the part, and she does an incredible job, I think, presenting the sports. Mm -hmm. Never a slip up, always smiling at you. I love a Hannah Storm in the morning. It gets me going. The only uh, kill to that particular story, Hannah Storm was the one who... Tony Kornheiser commented on, right? Yes, she did. I, got I, Tony Kornheiser suspended. Anybody that can get Tony Kornheiser suspended for a couple of weeks, by the way, moves up three steps in my category. If you could just pull that up on Google real fast, Coach, because I know you're so adept with a computer, what exactly he said, because I want to know if okay. I'm about to get suspended for what I just said. I think what I said is okay. Yes. She's very attractive. We could say that, right? Absolutely. He went a couple of steps further than that, no question about it. But the only kill... What do he say? The only reason why she's there is because of her looks? That would no, be inaccurate. She she's about, very, he's very good. No, specifically talked about the outfit she was wearing. Yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can get that after well, the break. Does, she does wear a, a, an outfit that looks like she's going clubbing. But that, mm -hmm. I like that look in a sportscaster. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about doing it myself if I ever make it to sportscaster TV status. Mm -hmm. Sit there with the shirt untucked, get the chest fl hair flowing out. I think that'd be an, a decent look. You would be a party of one on that particular aspect. You are right about but that. But is she not the killjoy of your whole particular picture? Is she not still and or was once married to the uh, semi-venerable announcer, Mr. Dick Stockton? Or am I getting the, my announcers Dick mixed Dick Stockton up? was married to a very attractive uh, media woman. I'm not, uh, you know I what, Coach? Let me just pull that up there over it is. here. Modern technology right here. You don't look at a paper for that. You don't even go to the Internet. You go to your BlackBerry, uh, uh, iBerry, uh, uh, iPad, whatever the hell that the is. Black I'm pretty sure. The BlackBerry. Hannah uh, Storm and Dick um, Stockton. Channel 2. I thought it was a Channel 2. I want to say it was like Leslie Visser. Oh, that's right. Am I right I about apologize. that? I apologize. I apologize. The lady of many facelifts, Leslie Visser. Very good. So Hannah Storm could still be available out there, Carmen. I don't know if she is or isn't, but I want her to be. All right. Well, the visual just got a lot better. We're talking you announcers. We're talking modern media here. The NFL draft, or not the draft, but free agency among the topics for our discussion. Beautiful Friday show. Who is this guy, Mark Carmen, sitting here? The webcasting fans checking it out. They're used to seeing the coach in here solo, talking to the big guy, Mark Carmen, in uh, 38 words or less. Who and or what are you? Coach, uh, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a lost ship in the night, and I just have docked myself here for the next hour. I'm going to do <laughs> the best I can. Uh, who really cares who I am? I'm going to try to entertain you for the next uh, 45 minutes, and uh, I really greatly look forward to breaking down the Sun Times list of the 50 top Cubs of all time. One of the most pathetic lists I've ever seen. And talking some NFL free agency, which of course, Coach, you are a diehard, born and bred Monday morning. I know it's hard for you yes. on, on a on a Friday, March fifth, because you're just not a big free agency guy. It goes against every every fabric of your being. You're a you're a guy who wants to build it up right. You're you're a guy who wants to dig in the trenches and find that talent that no one's ever found. Which is why two guys in a mic is is uh, the the very basis of this show is finding the the nomad, the wanderer, the the guy who has no chance, and then just turning him into that, molding him into a diamond. But sometimes, coach, when you're as desperate as the Chicago Bears are, you gotta go out there. You gotta reach deep into that wall and say, you know what we. We need help. We haven't had a pass rusher in this town who was effective since Tommy Harris was healthy. And they're going out, and they're going to get the best guy, and they're going to pay him a ton of money. But I think it's a good move by the Chicago Bears. I think you, you, you're, 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 you're putting all your eggs in that Julius Peppers basket. But mm -hmm. it's going to be exciting having a guy who can absolutely annihilate the quarterback. They've needed that for at least 
two, maybe three, maybe four years now. Six feet, six inches tall, 300 pounds. But this is not your mom and dad's 300 pounds. By the way, I am this right. This is the... It is what? Leslie Visser and uh, Dick yeah. Stockton just yeah. pulled it up on the right, Blackberry. So the, ha- the Hannah Storm thrill is back. Yes. But this kid, Julius Peppers, as we talk a little uh, free agent football here, if you're listening to the show from any town, Chicago and or otherwise, you want to talk a little football, what would your team uh, like to bring in? Who would you like to see? We'll mention some of the free agents that are available. Phone lines open at 888-463-6748. But, uh, Mark, 300 pounds back in my day like another generation ago, was like the big fat guy who you'd stick at the nose guard position. Julius Peppers is a svelte, well-cut, 300 pounds, great pass rusher, not so good against the run. And you mentioned paying him a bundle of money. I love all the Chicago sports media yesterday. Uh, you know, five foot ten inch, uh, you know, Harvey Glickberg doing his little radio show. Whatever it takes. Money is no object. Whatever it takes, the Bears need to get Julius Peppers. It's very easy. Very, very easy to spend other People's money. Whatever it takes, it doesn't matter. Have Pay you, the money. We need Julius Pepper. You know what? I want Julius Peppers, but not whatever it takes. There's a certain million that I'll pay him, and if he wants to get completely ridiculous or another team wants to get completely ridiculous, you can take salt and peppers and send them somewhere else. Do you understand? Have you been? To, you went to Soldier Field last year, Coach. We talked. Uh, you're, you, you were very, very low on your friend's totem pole. He took you to the Browns game, if I remember correctly. Good good listener, Smith Barney Steve. That's right. Smith Barney Steve, love him. 888-GO-FORT. Go ahead, Smith Barney. You can dial it in and, and talk about this date that you had with John Cohn at the Browns-Bears game, which they actually won. It was a complete snooze test. But I don't know if you noticed the prices for everything you, you got there. Smith Barney did pick up the ticket, but I bet yeah. you that ticket was pretty damn expensive yes, was it not and that's part of the problem yeah well i okay but that's what they charge and when you went to get a hot dog did you have to reach into three wallets to have enough money to pay for it i don't eat hot dogs but the grilled chicken sandwich i got was ridiculous yeah it was probably 11 bucks or whatever yep. it was something absurd and it and probably didn't I even taste the that ketchup good. on it yeah and the ketchup thing exploded on me See, you know those one of those pump things, boom, all over my jacket. Paying the big money for a for a grilled chicken sandwich yeah. doesn't even taste good, and the ketchup fit product doesn't work. Yeah, one my, of those little pump things, and the right. pump exploded on me. And if you uh, were paying attention in the off season, the Bears raised ticket prices mm-hmm. once again. Yeah. So here we are. You're coming. There's some of these tickets. Uh, it's absurd how much it costs to go to Soldier Field. Well, if you're going to charge that much. Mm-hmm. And and make and basically make me pay to go to the bathroom when I when I attend a Soldier Field spaceship mm-hmm. on the on the lakefront, you know then you are held accountable to put the best product on the field that you can. You well, need, and I'm not I'm not saying that recently the Bears' problem has not been spending money because with the the NFL salary cap they've done it, but they have the flexibility to do it. This is the best guy out there. They need a stud impact player on the defensive line, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's a spiraling effect. Pay the player more advertising. More for your seats, more for the food. Pay another player, more for advertising. Now every third down play is sponsored by somebody. You listen on radio every second down. Every first down you walk into place, you're inundated with sponsorship. The timeouts, the TV timeouts absolutely ruin the experience. So you're spiraling up. I say stop the spiral. I say don't pay Julius Peppers $12 million. Offer to pay him $7 million. If he doesn't want it, let him go elsewhere. And bring the ticket prices down. So a producer, Randy Myers, so a Smith Barney Steve, so Bobby from Bolingbrook could actually attend the game one time a year and bring his family, and you'd gain some new Bear fans out there. Yeah, but then you're going to be... Stop the spiral. Right, but then you're going to be the Buffalo Bills. That Yes, they have the most affordable ticket prices yeah. in the NFL, but you don't win. That's all right. That's see, it's Winning an, is overrated. See, you... Are, 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 are a guy that is clearly in your own corner. But think and how much fun it would be to root for, for that team, the underdog team. 
I've been doing it my whole life. Have you ever heard of the Northwestern Wildcats? There you go. Very, you, very affordable ticket. It's enjoyable. Yes, one day I'd like to see him win. Okay. Well, uh, well it, you, if they had to cheat to get in a, a basketball player that would put him over yeah. the top, I could live with it. Mind you, I said we're willing to pay five, six million. Uh, so we're not going on the cheap. It's not like we're bringing in, uh, you know, college guys that can't play. No, but you, whatever the market value is, that's what you have to pay. Now, I'm well, not saying I disagree with it. Well, you're not going to get them because the market value. Coach, if is, somebody's willing to pay five bucks for that coffee and you need that coffee that badly, yes. then you gotta you gotta That's pay the, the five problem. bucks. So, well, 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 according to your thinking, though, twenty nine out of thirty or thirty one out of thirty two NFL teams might say twelve million for a year for Julius Peppers. That ridiculous. One owner is willing to pay him, so now all of a sudden that becomes market value. Oh well, I gotta pay because the Washington. Meanwhile, the other twenty nine teams say that's ridiculous. It's different when you're bidding against yourself. When the Texas Rangers signed Alex Rodriguez for a ten year, two hundred and fifty two million dollar deal, ridiculous, and there was nobody else within shouting distance, then you're a horrendous negotiator and you're making terrible decisions and you're impacting your franchise in a negative way. Now, if there's another team sitting there. That's willing to pay. If you're the Bears, I'm willing to pay 15 for Julius Peppers. Right. All right, one and, team. And the, okay, and then the whoever you want. I think Seattle's also in there. Yeah. Or Washington. They want to pay 16. Are you going to let them walk for one more million? Well, see here you go. The spiral effect again. I mean, you're right. using that example. You're probably right. Let's just pay the one more million. You got to kick it down. But you could take that example. It's a never-ending process. I well, this team wants this much, and this team wants this much. Well, yeah, we'll pay the extra one here. We'll pay the extra. And before you know it, you're overpaying for a superstar. I'd rather have a good – how much difference is there, really, than a Mark Anderson and a Julius Pepper? A lot. A significant, significant amount. This guy, I mean, you're that wasn't talking, my best argument. No, by the that way. was that was maybe <laughs> you've had some bad ones. That was maybe your worst one. You cannot compare Mark Anderson at one good year to uh, yeah. Julius Peppers. Mark who's a Anderson or three years ago, but you're right, the last couple of years. But Julius Peppers, last time I checked, uh, he, he, he wasn't first team All Pro, was he? He's a five time Pro Bowler. He had ten and a half sacks last year. He does have a rep- reputation of taking plays off, and yeah. as you mentioned, being much better against the pass than against the run. In Chicago, that's called Richard Dentitis. Right. However, you had Alex Brown talking about how this guy is a physical freak who could completely change yeah. our our defense, and he compares him to Erlacher and Erlacher, and yep. so this is an impact guy. Well, you're right about that. Where one player, even if you overpay for him, there are times when one player could make his teammates better, and this might be the case. So that is an argument for your side. I would agree with you. I'll take it to a baseball level. When the Cubs signed Alfonso Soriano, mm-hmm. eight years, $136 million, 18 a year, I thought it was the stupidest thing ever. And for once in my life, I've been proven correct. Now, if Albert Pujols became available, that guy is yeah. worth overpaying for because he changes your whole yeah. team. But he's the exception. Julius, That's right. Julius I don't know. Peppers is not at the level of Albert Pujols. Right. But the Bears are in a desperate and, and and acting in desperation is a terrible thing. You never yes. want to be in that position. Thank you. I will. You know, I the Bears are desperate, so they could make poor decisions. When the Cubs, for one, have acted desperately, it's it's been horrible. Although the year that they signed Soriano, they also took a risk on Ted Lilly. That worked out well. Jason Marquis, everybody thought they were overpaying for him. He turned out to be maybe he was overpaid by a million or two, but it wasn't terrible. Soriano, you crushed yourself. But I think that. Assuming this guy doesn't get hurt, and he hasn't gotten hurt, and he's 30 years old, he's 
You know, the people say he's more like a 25, 26 year old because he hasn't had any, any knee injuries. The guy played basketball for crying out loud in, in, in college. He, he's a ridiculous athlete. I think it'll be exciting to have him. All right. But I hear your, but I hear your side, coach. It was a great spirited <laughs> argument and we're really <laughs> off and rolling on two guys in the mic. And I had a couple other points that I wanted to make, but I'll make them, uh, sometime when I get in here another time in seven Free months. Free agent football expert Mark Carmen yeah, joining us here on the talkzone.com. <laughs> Again, the phone lines open 888-463-6740. When we come back, we will uh, test Mark's knowledge of Alito Shepard, Jake DeLome, and Antron Roll, Lavernius Coles, and Anton Randall L., some of the other free agents that might be available to be overpaid. All right, we'll take a quick break. Speaking of overpaid, our producer, Randy Myers. Very much over. underpaid. Don't know what he gets paid, but let's just get opinion. This is radio. to get back to Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski, on TalkZone.com. Here we are indeed back, two guys and a mic guy number two today, Mark Carmen, who uh, joined us a bunch the first month, month and a half the show was on. And, uh, then I fine, got banished. Fine producer <laughs> at uh, WGN, a small station here in the Chicago area, but uh, now that you're on the Talk Zone, Carmen... I don't want to say you've hit the big time, but you're on the escalator and it's heading up. Nobody's career has spiraled in more directions than mine. You go up, you go down, you go sideways, you go nowhere. <laughs> I'm glad to be here, though, Coach. Great great to be with you on this Friday, March the 5th. I'll always remember it. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Now, I do want to get to some baseball stuff. <laughs> uh, any other NFL free agent thoughts? Because I know you're a big baseball guy and one of our themes all week long, Mark Arm. I know you're a hoops guy, too. Is yes. let the madness begin. March Madness kicks into full gear. This weekend, but uh, before we leave the free agency, any uh, you got any thoughts on a Pinotio Isamo leaving the Chicago Bear? Uh, well, coach, it's 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 always emotional when a piece of Tino Isamo is he really leaving the Chicago Bears? Is that official? It's official that they've I don't know if they've released him, but they've let him. I guess that, Talk was, to that, other was, that was about two months ago that, that came out, and I'm behind the times. All right. Uh, you know, that's emotional, coach. A guy came here. We Same had, thing with Adewale Ogunle. Well, Adewale Ogunle. Now, I know on Adewale that's not official. But once they no. si- once they signed Julius Peppers, that would be. But I do remember now Lovey Smith saying that, uh, you know, it's too bad that we didn't get to see the piece uh, that we all wanted to see. and, yeah. and uh, Got injured like 
the third, fourth, fifth play of the season. Right, and I, I did talk to Pisa during the season a couple times. Always seemed like a very friendly, uh, uh, well-grounded man, if you will. So that is too bad. But, uh, Coach, I think that these are exciting times for the Chicago Bears and their fans. Sports Talk Radio in this town is going crazy today. As you can see by our phone lines, we haven't quite cracked that yet, but that's okay. <laughs> 888-463-6748. Feel free to dial it up. Uh we can move on to anything you want to talk to, Coach. I just wanted—I thought it was important to get it out there mm-hmm. that this is a big day in the history of the uh, Chicago Bears, acting very un-Chicago Bears-like. Yeah, it's not for sure yet, by the way. No, but it they're trying. I sure. mean, Lovey Smith going on a private jet to meet with, to pick up Julius Peppers and bring him back to Chicago. Is that right? Yes, that's what happened last night. Okay. Uh, that's a big time move. Now, do you want? Is Lovey Smith the guy you want on the front line making that salesman? Julius. We really like you. We think that you like football. We like football. We're looking for someone who likes to play football. Will you come over here and play football for us? We'll have a lot of fun with the great enthusiasm of Chicago Bear football. It's a great city. It's a big, it's a big city. We have, we play football in this city with the fans come out and they root on this football (laughs) team. So, at any rate, uh, Lovey making uh, it's just different the way the Bears are doing business. I mean, look at last off season. Whoever thought they would go out and make the big time move for Jay Cutler and then sign him to the extension, I mean, two first round picks in Kyle Orton. You didn't think they were going to do that, but they stepped up and did it. And now they're they're turning into the Washington Redskins, these Chicago Bears. Very quickly, let me throw you out some of the big names out there. Fantasy land right now because you're not going to get all three of them. But give me a one, two, three of potential guys that could join your team, in Mark Harmon's case, the Chicago Bears. If you're listening out there from another fine city, uh, what players would you like to see come? I just wrote down some of the bigger names that are now available. A Lito Shepard of the New York Jets, mm-hmm. a Jake DeLome of the Carolina Panthers, a Antron Roll, Arizona Cardinals, Lavernius Cole, Cincinnati Bengals, Anton Randall L. with the Washington Redskins. Five pretty good guys. Carmen, for your beloved Bear team. Give me a build me up the suspense here. Three, two, and one. And at best, I think the Bears will get one of these guys. I gotta say that that list is one of the more nauseating free. I like what the Bear. I like the Julius Peppers. Where's he not? He's not on that list. Hmm? How come Peppers isn't on that list? Well, Where? he doesn't count because, as you just described, he's too good. It it appears that Lovey Smith is. Uh, I'm putting him a big bear hug as we speak. I'm pretty excited about Chester Taylor too. This guy uh, has. He's never, when he's gotten the opportunity, he's been a big time producer and he's sitting behind Adrian Peterson, so the wear and tear on him is not as great. And I think it's the perfect type of back the Bears have been looking for for a long time. No yep. disrespect to Adrian Peterson, but Matt Forte could use a better compliment. And I think Chester Taylor is a very wise decision. I'm a little surprised with all their other needs, offensive line mainly, that they're willing to spend money on, on, on Taylor, but obviously they have a high opinion of him, so that seems to make sense. Of those names, uh, certainly not Jake DeLome. Who else do you got in there? Antoine Shepard, Antoine Roll. Antoine Roll would would be yep. uh, a, a great fit. They need a safety. There's no doubt about that. Yep. But uh, apparently he's going for big money elsewhere, so he's not coming here. I think he's headed out west. I forget, uh, but not coming to the Chicago Bears. So that 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 would be my top on the list there, Coach. Mm-hmm. But because uh, they do need to upgrade the old. Uh, it was interesting with Chester Taylor because I think, and I've been a strong believer that you do need two running backs to win. In the NF of L. Matt Forte, we're not giving up on him. Had a rough sophomore year, but uh, if he can get two solid backs, make Garrett Wolf, who I'm also. I might be the only guy in Chicago. I still have faith that Garrett Wolf can be a solid third back. We were told pretty much for the first last couple of weeks, Mark, that uh, Chester Taylor was going to be wrapped up by the Minnesota Vikings, not available. And then yesterday, as the time got closer, all of a sudden he may be available. Bears are talking to him. I completely agree with you. He and Forte. 
Be nice. nice. Solid one-two punch. It'd be a big debate on who's number one there. Wouldn't have been a debate after the rookie year. It's but a, you know, it's like Jake Peavy and Mark Burley. Who's one? Who's two? Who cares? Get your carries, produce, and the Bears all of a sudden will have a running game. By the way, Mike Martz, who personally his personality and attitude have always bothered me, but at least here in Chicago now we've got an actual offensive coordinator who has joined the decade of the 2000s, the Ron Turner playbook from back in the 1970s has been put aside. And he had the same opinion that I was saying all year last year when our TalkZone.com callers were lambasting me, Mark, and that is the receiving core the Bears have. It may not be the best in the NFL, but it's good enough. It's good enough. You get a real offensive scheme. You notice they're not looking for any receivers. Mike Mark says the guy they, the guys they've got are good enough and, in fact, might even be really good. He thinks there's tremendous potential. Coach, may I play the devil's advocate for one second here and point no. out to you, Mike Martz can't say, you know what, these guys all suck. We need more. He can't say that. So whether what he says and what he thinks could be two different things, well, perhaps. You're right, but actions speak louder than words. Thus far, the Bears have not been, you know, whining and dining, going out on any real formal dates with any wide receivers. Right, just but yet. When, you, when you have so many needs like the Chicago Bears do, I mean, you you can't fill every well, single I slot. That, but, so. but a lot of people thought wide receiver was need number one. Right. And I tried to tell these people during the year, no, need number one is a real offensive system. That was need number one. Well, they have, they've gone out, and it's a little controversial, but uh, they have gone out and gotten Mike Martz, the greatest show on turf. Other people say, you know, the, the 49ers weren't exactly uh, enthralled with him. Well, that's yeah. because he was handcuffed by uh, Michael Singletary. You got a lot of excuses for people. <laughs> you're quick with the, there's always a reason for these people failing. I'm not saying that uh, you're wrong either, but handcuffed by Singletary, huh? Mm-hmm. 888-463-6748, handcuffed by Singletary. Feel free to uh, weigh in on that one amongst a mil- million other topics here on Two Guys in a Mic. Yes. By oh, the way, Randy, Co- I hope you got the winning is overrated uh, carded up. Coach. I'm sure we'll play that again. You know, I've been listening to the drops coming back in, and it's the big dog and the coach. And, yep. And we love Joel Redwanski, but... And I don't mean to, you know, throw math into the equation here, but how many of the amount of shows that you've had on the talk zone right now? What percentage would you say that Joel Rodwanski has participated in from I a hosting standpoint? Of, of late, we're on the upswing. Overall, is it probably less? Thirty-eight percent. Thirty-eight percent. Thirty-eight percent. So really, I think that that open needs to be altered to the coach and whoever he can find on two guys at a mic. Or the coach, and I mean, that's a little too disparaging to, to the person that's sitting in the we seat are, like myself. We are talking to our production people. Our production <laughs> people are talking to their production people. There is the possibility that the Open will be changed to become a little bit more uh, worldly, if you will. Yeah, I mean, I think that you should be in there. But the rest of us Yahoos don't deserve billing. It's kind of like when you go to see the natural Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know about, uh, you know, a, a Glenn Close or whatever. You just, you just don't need that thrown yeah. in there. Speak for yourself on a Glenn Close. I do love Glenn Close. Yeah. By the way, Coach, if, if as we segue once again, have you ever seen the movie The Squid and the Whale? I have not. Animated or for real? No, that's a real movie, people. Uh, very much a Laura Linney. A, uh, I'm Je- a major Laura Linney fan. Yeah, uh, Jeff Daniels, you enjoy him at all? No. Well, you won't in this movie either because he's the lo- husband that's not very likable. What is Laura Linney? Is she the squid or the whale? Uh, she's the mom. Oh, you know what? I might have seen Is this like a long time ago movie? No, not lo- no. Okay. last... Three four years type of uh, situation. 
Coach, you never have any time, and I doubt that you'll ever find the squid and the whale in your in your life. But mm-hmm. if you do find the squid and the whale, I think you will find it to be a fascinating 90 minutes of uh, entertainment. Movie reviews, courtesy of free agent football expert Mark Carmen here. What? Uh, give me a give me a little temptation. What? Is so fascinating about the squid and or the whale. Well, it's, yeah, the dialogue is outstanding, and you're talking about a family with some uh, little issues going on. Okay. You got a you got a husband and a wife not necessarily getting along, and you've got a, a, the two kids, and one of them possibly one of them supporting the dad, one supporting the mom, and just different uh, different variables. Extremely well written, and just stuff that you would not expect to happen occurs. And it's uh, you kind of pick up the movie in midstream, and then it just ends w- without like a neat little tidy bow. It just mm-hmm. just like you saw their life for these this period of time. I I really I've watched Doesn't it. Doesn't sound that great, yeah, but I'll see if I can give it a shot. But I will tell you, Laurel Linney and, got, uh, got great reviews, Coach. I just didn't do a good job of uh, pumping. Okay. I haven't learned how to be Dean Richards yet. Look. See the squid and the whale. Go out there. It's it's fantastic. You must see the squid and the whale. That 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 mm-hmm. that should be much better. Michael Wilmington or whoever. I got to work on my movie game. By the way, if I'd we love could, to be a movie critic. If we could shoot uh, off topic into the movie area, one guy we talk about sports athletes that overcome that you respect. And by the way, uh, real quick before we leave, my girl Laura Linney. Yes. Uh, the love scene in Love Actually, which is a PG thirteen movie, mm-hmm. so it's fairly tame. You too will become a Laura Linney fan. I have not seen Love Actually. It's one of, the, one of, one of my favorite movies. It's a chick flick. I loved her. But in, it still was one of my favorite movies. I loved her in Mystic River as Sean Penn's wife, the powerful yes. woman there who supports him when uh-huh. he uh, just a, just a it's just something about her. <laughs> the way that she could play the hardcore uh, Massachusetts wife, then segue over to it. Just really, I you, you got it. You're fascinated. The this, redhead lover. Laura Lenny segment of the uh, TalkZone.com brought Laura. to you by JC Sports and Tees. What did I say? Did I say Laura? That's the other thing. When you were mentioning sponsorship, as yep. we once again segue, I don't. You could sponsor every segment of of the uh, two guys in a mic, and at a Cubs game, you could th- that foul ball was brought to you by Chevrolet. Uh. It doesn't bother me, but that because that means you pay less to get in. Theoretically, the beer should cost less. Theoretically, the, right. Put signs all over the place. I don't care. Hang them, hang them over center field. Put it on the grass out there as far as I'm concerned. It would not bother me. Put it on the uniform. I, it doesn't matter. Signage, I, I won't say it doesn't matter. And Boy, we are all over the place here. But signage, if it got to the extreme, I think it could be bothersome. How much of the enjoyment of the game would it take away at a football, baseball, basketball game? Some. I kind of agree with you on signage. However, stop it to play. The TV timeouts and the length of those timeouts uh, in both basketball and football and announcers in the middle of the game mm-hmm. putting their little advertisements in. That stuff, to me, definitely de-enhances the enjoyment of the sporting experience. So you're telling me that in the middle of a pitch on a WGN radio, if Pat Hughes reads to you, fifth inning brought to you by yeah. Chevrolet. Yeah. That You can't handle that. I can Who handle cares? it. I can handle it if it's just that one instance, but it's a constant barrage. This walk, another $50 for the Juvenile Diabetes Foundation. You know, Each one individually not that bad, put collectively, whew, it's a bit bothersome. So would you rather, Coach, pay more to not have that or pay less and have it? Let me ask you that question. And out there in radio internet land, John Cohn has just got a real serious look on well, his face as he contemplates that question. It's a matter of extremes. Yes. It's a matter of you know how, how much more and how many, so that's a little bit... So hard it, to answer, but the the biggest thing is is the TV timeouts of football. I mean, I, I honestly, 
Last year in pro football and college football, I probably watched only a couple games, Mark. Seriously. Okay. A couple games start to finish. Almost every other game that I watched was taped. Where you can fast forward. I mean, That's the, and when it's I the watch greatest. Live now, it's, it's the greatest. The DVR is the king yeah, of all kings. And I'm very impressed that hand, you know how to do that, Coach. If you're watching the game live, it's, it, 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 it's a significant chunk out of the enjoyment of the game. And, you know, when I did go with Smith Barney, Steve, to the uh, what some people call community service, the Bears-Browns NFL game. Big move. For the fans out there, it, it clearly, clear, you've been there. It clearly takes away the fun and enthusiasm of the game, the length and quantity of those of those uh, breaks in action. Yeah, no, I think Bears Browns. I was drooling on myself by the middle of the second quarter. Absolutely dead atmosphere oh, and was just Hannah Storm there. No, bless Grobstein to my left, David Schuster to my right. It'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll put oh, you. Oh, hey! It, wow. You don't need Hannah Storm when you got that dynamic yes, duo yes, entertaining you. Do. you. That's Very, exactly when you need Hannah Storm. 888-463-6748. 888-GO-FOR-IT. Two guys in a mic. John Cohn, Mark Carmen on a Friday, March the 5th. Let's go out to the phone lines. Carmen, you make the pick. We can go to line 5, 10, 13, or 47. I think we should have a sound effect every time we get a phone call, Coach. I think it's a very exciting moment in the show, but let's take number uh, 72. 72. Hey, man, get the phone. Answer the phone. How about it? Hey, man, get the phone. My big dude. Answer the phone. <laughs> Out to line number 72, checking in at Chicago Jim. Jimmy, how are you? I'm doing great today, Coach. How about you and your buddy there, your, your co-host? I'm, I'm doing average. Carmen looks like he's in a good mood. Jim, you sound like you hate me already, and I uh, understand fully. No, not at all. Uh, I appreciate it. I got, something, I I got some bug in my system. I don't know. I had Chipotle for a late lunch and then salmon for an early dinner. And I don't know if it was the combination of those two. But all evening, there was a little stomach-churning action going, and today I'm just not uh, feeling myself. Jim, did you see that comment coming out of left field? Because I certainly didn't. Well, he no, asked me how I was all. doing. I said average. You know, if you, if you well, ask, you're going to get an answer. Very, very goal, detailed maybe. answer. Never, uh, for a public service announcement out there for the folks, don't combine Chipotle and salmon within a two-hour period of time. <laughs> all right. Jimmy, what do you got in your mind? Well, there were a couple of things. Uh you know, you've got an assortment, a plethora, as it were, of co-hosts, but that isn't hurting the show at all. Agreed. I mean, and, and I thought, you know, and, and I've told you that before. When you were gone, the show was great. You had this guy on. Um, you had some other guys on. And they all did a great job. Everybody you've had has done great. Excellent. So, we appreciate that, Chicago. You know, Jim, a little... if, Joel's, if Joel's doing a few percent of the show, then he's doing a few percent of the show. When he's on, he's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, Jim, that's not the argument. The argument is the show open has Joel on there. Now, if you were say, the CEO of the program, would you keep him on there considering his lack of presence? For whatever the reason may be, you, Jim, what would you do? Mm. Well, the opening still sounds good, but my son was asking me, who's Big Dog? Who is this guy? Because even when he hears him on the thing, he can't see him because he isn't there. <laughs> he's, on the, he's on the phone from his palatial estate. Yes. Um, it's the beauty of webcasting. Yeah. Well, the webcasting was great when it first started because you could have been on, like, the Carson show, you know, or something, Leno, because you had a five-second delay going on, but not on the picture. Uh-huh. So you'd be done talking, but then the voice would still be going. So you'd is... be drinking, and the voice is coming out. I thought you were a great ventriloquist. <laughs> is that still the case, or has the webcast production been uh, fine-tuned? Uh, I believe you're still on a delay. There you go. But so we are on camera right now. I am being filmed. So the the three times that oh, I you pick, didn't know we're being webcast. No, I mean, so so you telling me the three times that I picked my nose, the world has seen it. All three. This is unbelievable. I thought you were aware of that. 
I can't believe that I didn't. I mean, I, if that was the case, I would have gone three piece suit, not these rags that I'm wearing today. Next time I come in here, I'm going big time outfit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you know, it's kind of like the old Japanese movies, sci-fi movies, where you know the voice doesn't match where the mouth is moving. Clutch, clutch cargo. Yeah, there you go. Those are great. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, any uh, sporting thoughts? we got March Madness, college hoops this weekend, some NFL free agents relocating, and the Cub and Sox have exhibition game number one under their collective belts. What is uh, floating your sports boat for this weekend? Oh, a little bit of all of the above. Okay. Uh, the Bears need help everywhere, you know, and without having their draft picks, they're not spending money there, so why not spend it on free agents? I thought that was going to happen anyway. They need it. Uh, Julius Peppers sounds like a good good fit, and that's going to be their offensive line they still need, and I still think they need a receiver. <laughs> but we'll see what happens because it looks like they're going to go with the core they have. Um, did you catch the comment out of Milton Bradley's mouth? I thought he was gone for good. Comments. He, he really, really, really needs some help. I think that, uh, I don't know, and it probably is impossible to get through that thick skull of his, but the word accountability is certainly not anything that Milton Bradley has never. It, 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 it's not even close to something he's learned. It's pathetic. Yeah, I wonder if he's as far gone as John Rocker was. You know, this is that was the comparison that came to my mind. Different type of gone, but uh, <laughs> similar in in goneness, I would say, if that makes any sense. <laughs> well, after he has another bad year, let's see who he blames it on this time. I uh, see. I yeah. think he's going to have a good year, though. I think yeah. he's going to be productive out there. They're going to leave him alone. Yeah, but that's, that's that's you might be right. But that's irregardless of how unclassy. His comments where you had a bad year for a team that paid you millions and millions of dollars, you move on, but you either you just say nothing or you say some nice things. Hey, it just didn't work out, that kind of thing. Not that, uh, you know, hey, I produced everywhere else, but not in Chicago. So whose fault is it? I mean, come yeah. on. I'd also like to make mention to Milton that he really hasn't produced everywhere else. He's never driven in over 100 runs. He's And he's... Uh, He's never hit more than 22 homers. He had a great year in Texas as a DH playing occasional outfield. Every other year, he seems to be getting, he gets hurt all the time. Mm -hmm. So for him to say that he's had been this incredible player elsewhere and in Chicago he sucked, it's really not accurate. I mean, he was a better player everywhere else, but he wasn't all world. The Cubs drastically overpaid for them in, in what we were talking about earlier, this pure desperation. Gotta get left-handed. Gotta get him. Gotta have him now. We're not, we can't get over the hump. It didn't have anything to do, well, maybe it had something to do with why they lost in the playoffs, but it wasn't the sole reason that they, some left-hander right. was going to come in here and save the Chicago Cubs. Correct. If the right-handers were batting correctly, right. you know, they perform if they had performed as they had in the past. More importantly, Jim, more importantly, as we surge ahead, Cubs opening exhibition game yesterday, the Cub Love 9, it. Oakland 3, Randy Wells, Sean Marshall, both pitch a couple of solid innings, Marlon Byrd 2 for 2 at a home run. This, Chicago Jim, this could be finally our year for the Cub. We I like the way that, they looked. We say that every year, Coach, but Sam Fold <laughs> did hit a home run also. Love Sam Fold. You know, the little guy out there? Yeah. Longest home run of the day out of a Sammy Fold. Yeah, that guy. So, uh, now, Mark, Carmen would, Mark Carmen would be the type of guy who'd want to pay $5 million for some free agent who could fill in the spot. Meanwhile, Sam Fold gets a couple hundred thousand, and all he does is field, get timely hits, not strike out, and be a good clubhouse guy. Yeah, John, I mean, Co I, I, John Cohen would be the guy that would want to pay two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars for the two forty hitting uh, yeah. coach. Two forty, coach. I love Sam Fold, <laughs> but everyday Sam Fold, I, I'm not so sure. All right. uh, yeah, I'd still like to have the Rosa back, but 
All right. Hey, Jimmy, we appreciate the call. Have a great weekend, okay? And uh, much, much appreciate your uh, checking in, okay? Okay, Coach. Have a good day, guys. There it is. Jimmy checking in. You can, too. 888 Chicago Jim jumps off and leaves eight other lines open. Hate when that happens. Randy Myers, our producer, David Olson, vacationing this week. He'll be back on Monday, right? God willing, David Olson back in the saddle on Monday. We'll take a quick break. Back in a minute. Don't you go anywhere. Two guys in a mic. Guys and a mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski, on TalkZone.com. All right, back for our uh, final segment here on Two Guys and a Mic. Thank you again for joining us on this uh, beautiful Friday. I hope you have a great weekend planned. Don't forget we do this show every Monday through Friday, 10 in the morning till 11 o'clock. Central time, phone lines are open at 888 You want to talk about some of the upcoming events on a fairly busy, fairly busy sports weekend, whether you're a NASCAR fan, a PGA golf fan, NHL hockey, NBA basketball, college basketball, or baseball. There's a lot of stuff out there for you this particular weekend. You can also uh, email us at Mike2Guys at AOL.com, M-I-C and the number two, mike 2 Guys at AOL.com. College basketball, it started during the week. Uh, let the games begin, the madness of March. And we had some early round games Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Now it starts to kick into high gear, and in fact, uh, Saturday and Sunday. And I know a lot of the college basketball fans, you love tuning in. Maybe you don't watch the whole Southern Conference Championship or uh, some of those other smaller conferences, but to watch the championship game. Some of them will be on tomorrow. Some of them will be on Sunday. That's good stuff. That is good stuff because uh, we've all seen it before where you see a school that maybe has never been in the big dance before. Maybe it's been a while since they've been there. They get their chance to celebrate. Their fans storm the floor, and uh, it's, it's fun. Saturday and Sunday, there'll be probably three, four, five tournament games on. And then next week, starting uh, Tuesday, you got the big conference tournaments, a lot of teams on the bubble. 
And it's going to be one of the things to watch our beloved Illinois Fighting Illini, certainly on the bubble. In one tournament, if you're a college hoops fan out there, you got a team you're following, a conference you're following, you want to talk bubbles. We love talking bubbles here on the TalkZone.com. 888-463-6748. But Carmine, I, I always had a certain affinity. This time of year, I can't say I watch a lot during the regular season. I would if I could. But I can't, so I don't. But the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament, to me. Oh, my God. Well, I was going to say this. To me, when you take the very essence the Valley. of why we like college basketball. Yes. Purity, unbelievable competitiveness, fans getting into it, educated fans, by the way, the MVC fans, uh, they know their hoops. Are you they ready for their... Are you ready for me to take umbrage with something? Northern Iowa taking on Drake. I don't know what umbrage is, so I think that you're ready. Well, guy's I... throwing out big words here before 11 o'clock. Creighton. Creighton taking on the Bradley Braves at 1.30. I've got it on the tape machine, Carmen. I will be spending my Friday night watching Missouri Valley Conference collegiate basketball. I believe that game is actually at 2.30, just so Where we make sure that we have it. You said 1.30. Sorry. No, no big deal. I just, there's a lot I of people get, out there. I get there so there. excited when I talk MVC. There are a lot of people just you know, on the edge of their seats wanting to get that Creighton-Bradley <laughs> game, so we've got to make sure we have the time right. Take it when, easy. When you say the purity of college basketball, yes. no. It's such a sick, sick sport. Well, almost the sickest sport. At the Missouri Valley Conference level, uh, one could say less sick. Yeah, but these guys, you've got coaches getting paid millions of dollars, lurking out in hotel rooms, coach working 24-7, sending out letters, please come to my university, little Billy, hanging out, doing whatever they can to get these kids to come there. It's, I'm not saying that it's... Uh, you know, I love college basketball, love it. But to call it pure, I, I'm not going to go. I can't. I can't allow you to say that yeah. without saying something, Coach. Sorry, I got to. I got to jump in there. Got to call mm-hmm. that out. Uh, I don't even know if high school basketball can be you considered know, pure anymore because they recruit kids too. Funny you said that because uh, that was going to be my next comment. You're probably right. I was getting all excited, had my mid uh, my, take, my March Madness buzz going on, but you're probably right. There's so much for the purity of the sport, but sadly, you're exactly right. It's gotten down to the high school level. I don't know in other cities. But in the Chicago area, there are high school powerhouse teams now that really aren't the community high school. They're basically like AAU teams. Right. Where this guy moves in from here, this guy moves in from here, this guy's dad bought an apartment, so he's got, you know, it it takes a lot of the joy out of watching the beauty of high school sports is the the local community team. Working hard, made good, you see your kids that grew up in the town. Succeeding, I mean that's that's the beauty of high school sports. Yeah, the day of Gene, the days of Gene Hackman and Hickory are long gone. I mean, the days of John Cohn leading a team to a state title where he didn't recruit anybody. Coach, have you done that recently? I tried. And Nobody I'll, wants to come. It's it, those days are just it's 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 just not the same, man. But that being said, I love college basketball. Spent a ton of time this year. I think I've missed maybe two games all year of Northwestern over at Welsh Ryan Arena. So I've seen the Big Ten uh, come through. I did not get to see Ohio State because they didn't come. To uh, Welsh Ryan, but he did watch the game on TV. I think that Evan Turner and the Buckeyes are the class of the Big Ten. Um, you know, Purdue was right there, but without Robbie Hummel, there's no chance they could play. Uh, they're not going to go as far as uh, no. I, I can't see him getting paid. And maybe to the Sweet 16, but maybe on that one. And Michigan State, incredibly athletic, very talented, but I they don't have the start. They don't have a guy like Evan Turner who's going to be in the top three of the NBA draft. Which, by the way, Evan Turner not completely sold. On coming out, it depends on how the Buckeyes do in this tournament. Wow. He, he's out of his mind. He's going to come out. Yeah, but that's what he say. said. That's what he said recently. He's not 100% certain he's going to go. You're, you're, first of all, you're not a freshman. You're a junior. Yes. Right? So he's correct. played three years. Not like he's jumping after one year. Right. And you're going to be top three pick in the NBA. Some say maybe the top one. 
most likely the number Boy, one overall. That's, that's that's true love of your coach if you come back for another year. Plus, I mean, he should be aware of his basketball mortality. He fell and had a back injury and was out. You do that again next year, you fall again, that back acts up. All of a sudden, you're not number one, you're number 15, and you're still a rich guy, but you're not... Uh, you know, this is you're talking about a significant amount of money on the difference there. Right. So I, I I would assume that he'll make the decision to come out. Big mm-hmm. Ten should be coming back a little bit uh, next year with with some of these guys leaving. Wisconsin's losing both their guards in Bohannon and Trayvon Hughes. So this is all leading because I know you're a huge Northwestern fan, coach. You, you know, got the, the favorites on. are going to be next year. The preseason favorites of the Big Ten, baby, go you Northwestern, <laughs> fight right should, through that line. I shouldn't have done it. Am I right? Not the preseason. Uh, come on now. You get uh, no. our good guy Kevin Koble back? They'll have a chance to be in the top half. They're not going to be the preseason favorite. Come on. Come I'm with d- me a little bit. Well, you're going to have... Come on. If no. you get rid of the reputation in Northwestern and just look at the players coming back, mm-hmm. the purple blood starts to seep out a little bit. They'll be right there, but you're going to have a, an Illinois team that's adding Jeremy Richmond. Uh, Sergio McLean's going to be a senior. The Illinois team is like a conglomeration of a, a collage. Uh, they're not great, but they'll, they'll they're right there in the mix. Ohio State's yeah. if, even without Turner, they're going to be in the mix. Michigan State's right there. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. uh, go uh, you Northwestern. Have you been to uh, any games this year, Coach? I haven't seen you lurking a, around a Welsh Rhinery. One game, sadly, early in the year. Who'd you see play? There- can you even remember that far back? I know it's challenging for – let me ask you this, Coach, because you're a guy that's aging up there, if I may. Take it easy. I woke up the other morning. My son right? calls me Baldy now, by the way. Hey, Baldy. Baldy. That's what he calls me. You've had the same amount of hair in the in the, in the the 10 years that I've known you, 15 years that I've don't, known you. Don't tell me. Tell my eighth grade son, David. Uh, I will have to have a little conversation with David if you allow that. Son, have you done your homework? Don't worry, Baldy. I'll get it done. Wow, he's getting more, a little more surly, huh? I like that. I, I like a kid who gets a little older and realizes he can go at pops. I mean, sometimes you got to keep him in line, coach. Yes. Don't feel free, you know, put the gauntlet down if you need to. My question to you is this. I yes, played, sir. I played tennis the other morning, right? Oh. Seven and niner. I get, a, I woke up at six. I wasn't like right out of bed, right on the court. I woke up at six. I, I got, I got things flowing. I get on the court and I just feel cloudy. Like, all things are not firing like they normally used to. You didn't have Chipotle and salmon the night before. I didn't. Okay. Okay? Just check it. Does this ever happen to you where you just don't feel like you're, you're like everything's snapping and going might, the way it should? Might be the easiest question you've asked me in the six years we've been together. The answer is yes. And when did that start? Well, it, it progresses. Just keeps, it progresses. Yeah, but, the, you know, there's, like this any is athlete. Ter- this is like terrible. Like any athlete, you have days when you feel better. In days, as you described it, when you feel a little cloudy. I do not like that concept. That is a frightening concept, the cloudy concept. It really opened up my eyes to the fact that I am not a young man anymore, and I'm heading towards middle age, and that is a nauseating, nauseating. I mean, look at you. Is this a pretty picture? <laughs> the last... Nauseating, nauseating. I mean, look at you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mark. No yeah, problem. You still don't kid yourself. You still got a nice head of hair, assuming that's your real hair. Oh. It was it was a tough morning for me. I mean, I'm on the tennis court. It's not like I'm reading some science book that I can't stand. I should be, you know, it it should be right there, and it just know, wasn't I, right there. Seven o'clock in the morning would not be my first uh, time to play a game of tennis. But what about a? When do you normally get your workout? Early in? mornings, no exercise. Early mornings, I like a cup of coffee, peace and quiet. Read the newspaper. Later on, later in the day, that's a uh, physical activity time. You, you know who you remind me of in, in a weird way. You're you're very similar to a Patrick 
Alfredric Hughes. You and the voice of the Chicago Cubs have some similarities. You, you almost look alike, too. My partner Mark Carmen today wearing the white two-button long sleeve shirt with the red Fruit of the Loom t-shirt underneath <laughs> it. That's right. The I'll take that as a compliment. It is a compliment. Pat Hughes, very good announcer. One of the all-time best. Criticizing me for the first 53 minutes of the show. Right at the end of the show, he fires a compliment in hopes that we will have him back. With thinking like that, Randy, he definitely has a radio career. Don't kid yourself. Believe me, I understand that every time I do this show may be the last time, and I try to come out and enjoy the 57 minutes that we're allowed to talk. And uh, it's gone by quickly. And once again, Coach, I have no idea what we did today, nope. but we made it, and it was an exciting, exhilarating experience that I'll always remember. And we hope to do it again. We do. We very much hope so. <laughs> All right. Carmine, I thank you for coming, and we'll get you back for sure. WGN Sports Central, folks. Producer extraordinaire Mark Carmine, that's his show. Randy Meyer, great job all week. Thank you so much for filling in. Don't tell David Olson, but you might be back again next week. David might be kicked downstairs, upstairs, whatever stairs we can find. Randy looks like he needs about a four-pack of uh, Advil right now after this one. <laughs> All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening. Monday at 10, we'll be back at you. Carm and the coach, two guys and a mic. See you later.